You're listening to The Intentional Podcast, co-hosted by Caitlin and Mackenzie. We hope you enjoy today's intention. Hello. How's everybody doing? Hey, friends. <laughs> we are back at ya, Caitlin and Mackenzie, with... Uh, a good intention today. Yeah, season two. Uh, right? Coming at it Can we strong. just like insert some claps here right now? Some woo! <laughs> She's always bringing the party. Welcome <laughs> to season dose. <laughs> we got some uh, heavy-ish topics heavy hitting for this next few episodes. Very, I would say, meaningful topics. Good word. I'm excited. One thing, though, that I am determined for us to never forget in a single episode this season. Here we go. What we're being intentional about this week. Yes. Yes. Start us off, girlfriend. All right. (laughs) Well, okay. I'm going to go with positivity. I love that. And I know why, but tell our listeners. Well, we'll do a short story for sure. Uh, Basically, I just really do not like car problems. And today, or yeah, this week we're working through those. So essentially, like the whole reason why I have my current car is because my last car like exploded. So not literally though, right? I mean, the engine kind of did. Like the timing. Just glad you're here with us now to tell this story. (laughs) No flames. It just stopped working. But yeah, the timing belt just went, and so whole scenario there but essentially got a new car because of it Mm -hmm. and we named this one lime hoping it wasn't a lemon and here we are i mean it's been a good to us for the past almost four years that's good so that's good just hanging on tight it's just not as tart anymore of a lime huh it's getting a little a little sour yeah. 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 So we are um, just hoping for the best. With, I love uh, that. Whatever the diagnostic comes back with. Yep. Even though, guys, I took it to AutoZone because you can get free diagnostic checks love that. there. But just to warn you, the dealerships don't take them anyway. So. That's so frustrating that you have to get a second diagnostic, like process yeah. done on your car because so they don't take auto I'm just going to YouTube it. Right? How to replace a timing solenoid. Exactly. And go from there. I love that. And uh, I wish I knew more about cars to be able to help, but I don't. Yeah. But I love okay. the positivity. Uh, that, so that's what we're working through. Be yeah. positive. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's on your... Um, well, at the time of recording, um, I am in the height of yes. walk season for my yes. job. So I am trying to be intentional with um, my time, quite honestly, because I feel like right now I don't have enough of it just with so much going on. Um, Even my sleep, right? Like last night was the first night in a few days that I've gotten like a full night's sleep. I was a brand new person today. (laughs) I was spunky, bright eyed, bushy tailed, ready to go. But I'm excited because this upcoming weekend is our last walk of the quote-unquote summer. We do have one in fall, but um, just... A little reprieve in the Yes, trying to be intentional with my time and utilize it as best as I can because I am someone who really tries hard to do work-life balance. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I turn off my work phone and my laptop is shut, I don't want to think about work anymore. Right. That's been a little hard the last few days, but... I'm trying. Yeah, to be, like, truly present yes. in the rest of life. Yes. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that about my job is it's just, like, done. 
that's the thing that I do miss about working in an office more regularly is like even back before COVID, I would leave my work stuff at the office, like didn't mm-hmm. even travel with it. Yeah. Now it's the norm to have your work stuff on Wherever. you all the time. Yeah. And it's a good thing and a bad thing. But just right now being so busy, I just I'm very thoughtful, even with my time, you know, not only at work, but at home and mm-hmm. here with you and just I don't want to blur any lines when I'm busy. (laughs) And it's like always funny because uh, it kind of leads in really well with our topic for today. So way to do that. Um, (laughs) Which we're going to be covering boundaries. But essentially it is hard for most people to set those proper boundaries. Oh, definitely. Work in other areas of your life, Mm -hmm. in relationships. I know too, personally, just kind of jumping right in. One thing that's hard for me with setting boundaries is feeling like the bad guy Mm. or I guess sparking confrontation because I hate confrontation and I definitely think a lot of people can relate to that but I'm excited to just dive in and hopefully shed some good light to all of our listeners on having those healthy boundaries that um, you're intentional with because if you don't have boundaries yeah it the lines just completely yes well and sometimes it goes so far that you can't dig yourself out of that hole right and I think a lot of times to your point of like you don't like the confrontation I think a lot of it like stems from guilt like we don't want to be the bad person like Mm -hmm. we think almost setting the boundary is selfish and so I've struggled with that of Mm -hmm. knowing like when is enough of myself to give before like taking time for myself yes And to be honest, I'm taking a lot of my thoughts from the book Boundaries, like the literal book Boundaries. I love it. So, like, not a lot of new, like, thoughts here, (laughs) uh, but I definitely just always like taking information from multiple spots and then, like, regurgitating it for people. Yeah, and just, yeah, and I think it's important, too, for me um, and our listeners to just understand, like, how you're interpreting the book and what you're getting from it, because I think... Um, You can give us a good, like, spark notes of what you're learning along the way. But uh, I think it's funny before we dive any further that uh, you had mentioned, you know, you don't typically judge a book by its cover. But the cover (laughs) on this book is a little dated, guys. Caitlin showed me it's a little dated. The newer version of it looks ten times better. Like, that one I would buy on the shelf. This one, I don't even know what version I have. It's probably from, like, the 70s or something. I was going to say it looks retro. Like, it looks... It's it looks pretty. Little, let's see. Oh, okay, not the seventies. <laughs> oh no. Copyright nineteen ninety two, but that well, still is it's... older than me. Yes, it is. Us. It is, yeah. and it does. You know, it's it. It's not about what's on the outside. It's about what's on the inside. There you go. And I'm so glad you're getting some great uh, learnings from it. Yeah, and I think what's cool too is with any book. Uh, especially like in the nonfiction realm, mm-hmm. you're, each person person is going to get something different out of it. Like totally. when I'm reading books, it's so funny when I get to a, a paragraph essentially and it's just like taking the thoughts from my brain and putting them onto a piece of yeah. paper because I'm really trying to get better at that myself mm-hmm. um, through like writing and journaling. Yeah. But it's cool when you feel like someone relates to you. Definitely. Definitely. And I think even with these like really heavy hitting subjects, um, it can be even more meaningful because it might be hard sometimes for us to show ourselves how we want certain things to be. But that's really important because we have to be honest with ourselves first. And 
especially when setting boundaries because we need to know like okay what boundaries do we even want to have before we can set them yeah and i i liked a couple of the quotes right from the beginning of the book Mm -hmm. uh just stating like boundaries are not walls like you have to let other people in and like you say be vulnerable with them yep and have the conversation of like hey i need this line drawn here and like this is why i'm setting this boundary here like it's nothing against you it is like for me but genuinely for us in our relationship how we can have a better relationship totally because so many people are like they have their own stuff to deal with in their own lives exactly and you want to share what you need to share with people but at the same time like keep what needs to be private private totally and I think you make a great point in letting people in and making them aware of the boundary you want with them because none of us are mind readers and we can't expect the people in our lives to know exactly where we want them to be right it doesn't mean you need to go into full detail on like, hey, X, Y, Z, one, two, three, A, B, C. Um, but, you know, to just lead someone on and then totally throw them off guard with a boundary they never knew was there. Right. That, I think, is more difficult to process than maybe having a, a tough conversation like, hey, I'd really appreciate it if we could keep this like this or that. Um, I just think that would definitely be important in just maintaining those good relationships and boundaries regardless of what it is whether it's with a friend you know a coworker, a boss family members I know one thing that's huge um and here we go talking about changes of life and new seasons again but I know one thing for you know Connor and I for example that was really big in boundaries was when we got dangle because Mm -hmm. we parent dangle differently than you know our parents have parented their own pets or our friends interact with other people's pets or you know whatever it may be we've had to set clear boundaries with pretty much everyone in our lives that comes into contact with dangle of here's the expectations yeah Yeah. even like you when you come over i i always tell caitlin if he's gonna jump on you down is the word just ignore him you know and he'll it's important that like you convey those to other people because if you don't like maybe then you harbor the hostility yes when in reality like the other person's not going to know. Exactly. Exactly. So I think it's definitely important and something that shouldn't be overlooked because your life's going to be so much more successful if you have good, clear boundaries in place. Definitely. And I myself have found, like, over the years of, like, mm-hmm. I would almost judge other people's boundaries to an extent of, like, say they are saying that they can't hang out or they can't mm-hmm. do something because they're either too busy or they have family emergencies come up and too often we think okay well if I was in their shoes I would do this this and this to Mm -hmm. overcome that but you have to remember like you aren't them yeah and you're not in their shoes in that moment you know as much as you want to try and think like oh what would I do in that time um you you're not the one in that time let's just be frank about it and Mm -hmm. I think you make a great point of trying not to judge too harshly um, on others' boundaries because they have them set for a reason. If anything, I would be more worried if there weren't any boundaries in place versus boundaries that at least someone's very comfortable with and happy with. Right. And and coming at it is everyone has a different mindset too of like Mm -hmm. what they're working on, what they're working towards. Totally. So for you to assert like your thoughts and feelings into it, it's easy to do. Oh, yeah. But it's definitely something to try and watch as far as like there's a way to help 
without uh, just completely ignoring their thoughts and feelings behind it. Being respectful is key. And I think one thing that I'm sure you can relate to this that I'm like excited but also nervous about some days like when we have little ones and have to be very honest with ourselves and Mm -hmm. the people around us with our children and how we want them to be parented and taken care of because everybody's styles are different. And of course, like you want your kids to remember all the fun nights they had at grandma and grandpa's or auntie and uncle's or their cousins. And they had the extra ice cream or they got to do something they don't normally do. But um, those habitual boundaries need to be set in place for big things like that. Right. Because it's so at that time like you're so multiple at that time right and it's so much you don't want to create the confusion for the child of yes. like well it's okay here why isn't it okay there exactly and by just i mean even conveying the boundary with your child oh definitely of like yep you're at grandma's house so you might get some more sweets here but that is not like that's a special like that's a celebration yes. that's an abnormality i love to the that typical routine i love that and i think that's key and i'm curious to know like for all of our parents listening, you know, how do you maintain those boundaries? You know, Caitlin and I obviously are not at that point quite yet. And maybe Connor and I just a a tiny bit with a dog, but just curious to hear your thoughts on, you know, have you had wins or difficulties with setting boundaries going from just like you and your spouse to now being like parents? Like I can't even imagine the whole new set of boundaries that come. It just... Is wild. I think both like parenthood and with your family and then also like workplaces. I feel like those are the two biggest mm-hmm. places that people and probably like try. friendships too. Oh yeah. Definitely. But I would say that's honestly probably rare. Like yes. the amount of people that go deep and have like the boundary talk totally. with friends. Like it was really cool. Uh one of the girls that's reading um boundaries as well, yeah. she was telling me that um like, it was just refreshing that we could have a conversation yeah. and go deeper about it because it's very rare that, one, we want to set them within friendships, but then also, like, to take it the next step of, like, regurgitating that information to our parents. Totally. And like you say, to tie it back into the kids mm-hmm. is you have to maybe work through some things from, like, your past. Definitely. And how, like, you were raised. To then go on and then raise your own kids. Oh, absolutely. So it was just like, it's cool hearing from people in different life seasons like that. Yeah. Like, okay, this is what I'm working through currently to be able to parent my future children better. And it's like, I feel like you and I are just like soaking in all the I know, right? We're just like sponges. (laughs) And I think it's cool that you bring up just having boundaries within friendships. Because I know there's been even times in our friendships where we're in different like seasons or we're going through things whether we're like hey I'm saving up for this or hey we have this coming up we need to like rearrange this like just having the boundaries and I think the foundational piece of that is having respect for one another and if you care about someone enough you're going to care about the boundaries they want in place and vice versa you would hope that you know the people in your life that care about you will also care about the boundaries you want to have for sure and I think too the other quote that kind of ties in well there that I liked was that we're not responsible to people or yeah no we're responsible to people not for people yes so like well you and I interact and have those conversations of our boundaries like we're responsible to communicate that to each other yeah but like you're not responsible for my actions that take place yeah based on um like me saying oh I can't be somewhere at this yeah. time or oh I can't spend money 
on that right now. Like, yes. you're not responsible for how that plays out. Exactly. Like, we just have to have that There's a the mutual and, understanding, like, right. you've put something in place. And I feel like the only time that might be maybe appropriate um, to advocate for someone else's boundaries is if they're being attacked or ganged up on or you're in a group setting and someone's just not being respectful. If you right. truly care, like... For example, if we were in a group setting and, you know, we were like, hey, we're not like going to eat out. We're actually we brought something and someone makes us feel horrible because we brought something yeah. like, OK, well, you know, we just that was our choice. You're either OK with it or, right. you know, like we're going to have a disagreement. Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> right. Like, it's typically not affecting the other person. So, like, I exactly. think it's just like we have to check ourselves of like, why do we care yes. what their action or their boundary is? Yeah. Portraying? And maybe it's hitting, like, a spot in us of, like, totally. oh, well, I should be saving that money and, like, look at them, like, doing that. Like, yes. I'm maybe jealous or I'm yeah. coveting that, like, in Totally. Them. Totally. So. I'm curious to hear, um, you know, from you, Caitlin, like, what do you think is the good time to know that boundaries need to be set? Does it need to get so far that it's like, wow, this is like a 911, or should it be a proactive approach of like, before I even establish this or before we even do this, like, we need to have the boundaries set. What do you think is like optimal timing? Ooh, that is a really good question. Honestly, um, <laughs> I, for me at least, you kind of have to feel out the relationship to an extent totally, and get a gauge on that. But as I'm reading through the book, it's almost like, I don't know that boundaries are talked about much in mm-hmm. terms, like at least not blatantly obvious. Yes. And so like in reading through the books and different scenarios and examples that they give, it's like, oh, I don't know if I had these boundaries discussed growing up mm-hmm. or like a lot of times I know we're told no, but maybe we don't have the reason behind why we're told no. Right. And I think for me personally is I definitely want to try and, like, instill that in my kids more. Of, like, if I'm going to tell them no, tell them more of a reason of, well, I'm just the parent. Right, yeah. Because, like, sure, you might be setting the boundary, excuse me, for their benefit, (laughs) but if you're not uh, explaining, again, you are the parent, but at the same time, like, the kid is growing up in your household too. Exactly. And no, you're not. You don't need to explain it to like the one year old every single time. Right. Like you have to use your common sense about certain things. But within relationships, maybe like uh, marriage or friendships, mm-hmm. I would say like setting them earlier on is oh, the best definitely. route there. Um, like especially with a new relationship. Oh yeah. Hopefully, you know, I agree with that timing, and I will probably always be like pro early (laughs) for setting boundaries because my fear and not that I've experienced it but my fear for either myself or anyone around me is if you try to set boundaries after something is so far developed or too far gone um, they're either not going to be taken seriously or um, they won't matter because habits have already formed and they can't really be changed regardless of what that is, whether it's in a relationship or with family or, you know, friends, whatever it may be. Um, you know, if you let habits continue for too long, it might be hard to reverse those. Not that you can't teach an old dog new tricks, right. but <laughs> yeah, um, could be hard. I kind of have a funny example about like, I love just that. letting it play out kind yeah. of, of like, 
ultimately you have to take responsibility for like what you value, not what others are valuing. So like you have to put yourself in like good surroundings Mm -hmm. so that people are adjusting to like what you feel in your heart is best. Yeah. Um, but again, ultimately it's your choice, what you choose to set as your boundary. Yeah. And so like, for instance, like teaching an old dog new tricks, like (laughs) for the longest time I was so, um, like almost removed or against wanting to do any side business in terms of like what Jordan was working on in the marketing realm. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to focus on my boundary of personal training and fitness and like not go past it. Yep. But because of having conversations, because of finding out more information of like why he was so set on his boundary and Mm -hmm. why I was so set on my boundary, we realized we had the same goal in mind. Yeah. It was just trying to figure out how we were going to interact to produce, like, the goal long term. Yeah, and achieve it. And I totally get that. And so, like, soon his boundary became my boundary. Yep. And so we agreed upon going forward, like, this is the path that we want to take. Oh, definitely. But, like, it doesn't come without, like, there's still struggle involved. There's still, like, hard conversations to be had. Mm -hmm. But because of that, like, I have no regrets. Definitely. And I'm sure, too, as you guys continue on, and I'm sure this is true for almost all boundaries, but as you grow and evolve, you just have to continue checking in on them and making sure that there's still the understanding that the boundary is there and that it's either the same or it's changed and you need to express the change because, as we've said many times, there are so many seasons in life and it's just important to communicate what you want you know, when you want it and, and how it just yeah. it's important. <laughs> Do you personally feel like there's been a season in your life, whether it be like a transition time where you had to like reassess your own boundaries? Yes, actually. And this is kind of like a big one. It was, it's probably been the biggest reassessment of boundaries okay. in my life thus far. And it's when I got married. Um, I will never forget my father-in-law saying in his speech on our wedding day that, um, Connor and I are each other's family now mm-hmm. and coming from a family that is so tight and so close, yeah. I was like in disbelief. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, like I, my mom and dad and my sister are my family Yeah, and it still takes time for me to, and I think it'll take forever to just feel comfortable and continue that effort. But like. It's so true now. And it's crazy to me how over the last couple of years, my boundaries have shifted. And it's like, Connor truly is my family. And of course, my parents and sister are still always going to be my family. Mm -hmm. But it's just weird. It's weird how like, he's the one I spend all my time with now. He's the one that I, you know, make decisions based off of sometimes. He's the one that I'm interacting with and doing things with most of my time. Like, it's just changed and with that came a change in my boundaries and just expectations truthfully for myself like it was a very inward reestablishment of what I want my own boundaries to be and I think that comes with too like moving back to my hometown and now I'm around my family more and there's certain boundaries just living closer to home like that we want to maintain for certain things like I love my family but I would never, nor would they ever, just show up unannounced, not knock, and just walk in. Like, yeah. that's rude. Little, little <laughs> but um, there's just certain things, and I think that's been the biggest thing for me. I would say behind that is getting dangled just with 
quote unquote parenting anything. Um, There's boundaries. But I'm curious, what about you? Uh, I would say something similar. I was going to like bring up more so like the holidays. Like we definitely have created some boundaries around that. You have to. That is the heart. That is one of the hardest boundaries to set. Can anyone in the audience, anyone listening, anyone in the audience, (laughs) raise your hand if you agree. If you're driving, please don't raise your hand. Use your hands for steering. Two hands but, on the wheel. Yes. Um, I can so relate. That yeah. is so hard. And it's because we enjoy traditions on both sides. Yes. And it's some Isn't holidays it are easier than others. Ugh. But we have established the biggest boundary we've established is that Christmas Eve is like ours Yours. now. Yep. Um, we might do something in like the morning of Christmas Eve, but mm-hmm. we will always come back, go to our church, do our gifts. And then disperse from there. That's so special. But, like, we just wanted to establish that from, like, early on in our marriage, even before kids. Yeah. So that, like, it wasn't another transition when we had That is such a boundary. And I'm so glad you bring that up because that's something that I think is a huge pain point for a lot of relationships, whether brand new or... 50 years married. Right. Um, That's one of the hardest things because most of the time you are blessed with two great families that do awesome things and you're like, how the heck am I going to choose? And that's hard, but that is definitely a boundary to communicate because the families need to know what the expectation is. The person, you know, each people in the, the relationship need to know, like it just needs to be Everyone needs to be on the same page. (laughs) Definitely. And I mean, I've heard, like, boundaries can hurt, but not harm. Yeah. And so, like, for instance, there's, like, a really good cavity analogy within the boundaries book. that made my tooth hurt, though. And it's, like, (laughs) you have a cavity, and it might hurt, but, like, I'm going to botch it. It gets filled, so it doesn't do harm. (laughs) Yeah. Like, essentially, like, you can take control to the fact where it doesn't cause continuous, like, harm. You don't have to get a root canal. Right, like, in the moment, it might hurt, but as long as you, like, know why someone's giving that boundary, like, I'm sure, like, our mothers are not happy every single holiday. No, I agree. But, like, doing, like, setting that boundary. That's so true. I love that. I think that's going to be the quote for our social post from this episode. Okay, I'll make sure I get the actual. (laughs) I love it, though, because I think that's so true. Like, sure, and I think it's just coincides with being honest and maybe delivering bad news like it might hurt in the moment and be a temporary pain but in the long run it's going to set you up for success and it's going to make anyone else around you who needs to respect your boundary be aware and just know like I would much rather know someone's boundary even though I may not might not agree with it versus have no idea and not know anything about what they prefer I just I don't know so for you, um, I also want to kind of touch on boundaries like within ourselves. Yes. But do you think personally, do you have a harder time setting boundaries with others or boundaries like within yourself? I would say others. Okay. I feel like I will say my boundaries within myself are much more fluid than my boundaries with okay. others. Um, and I think I have a harder time with others because, again, I don't like confrontation uh-huh. and Not that I view boundaries as a negative thing, but I just know that typically the conversations with setting boundaries um, probably aren't the easiest to have. Sure. But I definitely think within myself, I go, I ebb and flow through different boundaries of like, depending on where I'm at, you know, when we 
are saving for a big trip, I'm definitely not going to go shop at TJ Maxx, Marshall's Home Goods because <laughs> I'm not even going to allow myself. Yes, exactly. Um, same thing with like what's in the kitchen, what what are you doing yeah. outside of work? There's, I think, a lot of boundaries that I can set for myself, but I would probably consider myself boundaries, soft ones, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Boundaries I set with other people are more hard and mine are soft. <laughs> and so since you find having boundaries with others a little bit more challenging, mm-hmm. do you find yourself being like a yes girl? Like you uh, say yes to a lot of things? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I do. No pun intended. And my boss literally just told me this the other day because going back to the point of this being super busy time for me, the week leading up to my biggest event of the year, I had probably almost 600 desserts to make that week. You did it again. And I I did not say no. And that's the thing is I just want, I I am a people pleaser and I don't, I don't do it. It's hard because to say this on the podcast is weird, but I don't do it intentionally. Sure. I don't sit there and try to suck up to people and get on everyone's good side. I think just by nature and just how I was raised and the woman I like to be, I like people around me to be happy and enjoy being around me. Right. And so I have a I have a hard time saying no. I have a hard time with confrontation, um, with speaking my mind, um, mostly to people that I don't know as well because I can speak my mind to you, to Connor, my parents, like right. that kind of stuff. But well, I think you just have. I don't even want to use the word misplaced, but mm-hmm. I feel like you use your intention of I want to create a good experience yes. for these people. And by me telling them no, like, it kind of goes against something that you value. Yes. It's like I have, exactly. I think me wanting other people to be happy and feel good about themselves is more important than How you me. feel when yes. you're, like, staying up till midnight Oh, my gosh. These no joke. I will, I will run myself into the ground yeah. for other people. And that is something bless Connor's heart he's always said that he admires about me and yeah. sometimes it can be to a fault quite honestly because um, there are late nights and there are a lot of things I do for other people but it's just because that's who I am and that's right. what I enjoy and he's like yeah you always give 110% of yourself regardless of what you're doing and um, that can be hard then to set boundaries Definitely. and to say no I mean do you have a hard time when you look at like your inward boundaries versus how you externally set them, do you have a difficult time with either? Is one of them easier for you? I would say I'm very similar to you okay. in the sense of I too want to say yes to people and I want to make plans with people. I yeah. want to be someone that fills my calendar yes. because from basically second year out of college on, I wanted to be the person that wasn't just coming home from work, sitting on the couch, and watching other people live their life on TV. Yes. I wanted to go out and live my own life. Yep. So, like you say, sometimes it's at fault because I'm filling my schedule mm-hmm. so full that I'm running myself, like, a little dry. Yep. And not really doing the things to, like, maintain Keep you in check. Healthy, and, yeah. Yep. And I do, at the same time, also consider myself someone that can be very disciplined. So, like, mm-hmm. to an extent I have like good boundaries within yeah. myself but at the same time I can Sometimes be, in the moment you just Yeah, they're a little softer because of I want to enjoy my life. Yes, or sometimes like I don't know if you guys are like me, but there are definitely moments I tell myself like 
I live this life once and I don't know when my life will be over and I just want to enjoy this moment right here and right now and not care. Yeah. And that's when I like have to kick in my like faith trust factor of mm-hmm. like, okay, God will provide the things that I need yes. when I need them. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to be so rushed and scared that like these moments are fleeting. Yes. Yes. And Jordan does a really good job at like living that way. Like you say, like Connor's good with like having the boundary. Oh my gosh. Jordan no. is also like a yes guy though. Like he he'll totally fill is. his calendar. Totally is. And like he will but like he'll be working out at like 9 p.m. at night because he wanted to do all of the other things for people. Yep. Yep. But he is one that he has really solid boundaries within himself too. Yeah. So he will always remind me like, hey, like we might not buy this right now, mm-hmm. but it's not to say we won't ever have it. Or like exactly. we might not go on this trip right now, but it's not to say we won't ever have it. So like working on the balance of like the delayed gratification essentially. Definitely. Of self. Yep. to get our end goal met exactly later on and I sense. think too just I feel like a theme that I'm hearing when we talk about like ourselves and like our husbands and stuff is I think sometimes um, others might have an easier time keeping the emotion out of it I know I can't <laughs> and I know you and I both love to express <laughs> how we feel and you know what we're thinking and um, I can say for certain, just knowing Jordan and knowing Connor, they probably have an easier time shutting off how they feel for Definitely. knowing what they want. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's something to keep in mind and I, I would love to like, just get your thoughts on, do you have any like tactics that you'd recommend for, you know, everyone listening on like where to start? You know, do you make a list of who you want boundaries with and just go from there? Do you just make a big giant, like family tree and there's three leaves under each and there's three boundaries for each like what do you do you have any suggestions I mean it's definitely going to come with a lot of self-reflection oh yes and I think just a good place to start is maybe look at the areas in your life where you feel like deflated or depleted totally and look ask in the mirror yourself a little bit. like why am I feeling more down in this area yep. like if you're struggling with, with relationships and you're feeling like you're lacking there mm-hmm. maybe because you don't have a boundary in place and I think a lot of times people feel like well if I put that boundary in place won't I lack more and like for me right now something that I struggle with is just like knowing when to uh, spend money whether it be on gifts yeah. or like on personal things personal goals so by putting a boundary in place, I'm like, well, won't that like shut off like the finances coming right. in? Won't it just like <laughs> stop it? And it's just assessing and almost like perspective shifting Yeah. of by doing this now, I will have this later. Definitely. And so I would say just like get honest with yourself. And if you need like take some of like the closest people that you know. Yeah. And like maybe let them. Invite them to share their sh- feedback. Right. I think that's huge because... We know ourselves, but sometimes we don't know ourselves best, mm-hmm. and it can be really helpful to have those that surround you on a regular basis give some input, right. um, and just know it's coming from a place of love, and you know maybe they'll understand. Hey, quite honestly, there's a boundary between us that should be set. You know, mm-hmm. there there might be something uncovered that could be really helpful. But I love your point of just taking inventory of where your life's at and maybe what needs some love. And see if there's some boundaries you could put in place. Yeah, we have uh, in the episode uh, regarding identity, we mm-hmm. kind of talk about like 
uh, the four quadrants of like people who know you the best, like how you know yourself, how others yep. see you, stuff like that. So if you want to like flash back and listen to that. Yes. Uh, but what would you tell our listeners, Mackenzie, of how they should maybe go about setting up some boundaries? Yeah, definitely. I think I'm a very visual person. Um, yes. So my first thought goes to pen and paper and um, like Caitlin said, definitely sitting with yourself, but maybe identifying like categorize your life into big big areas and then identify like okay within those areas can I improve anything by setting a boundary you know whether it's work family friends finances you know those bigger ticket items Mm -hmm. um yeah just take stock of what's there and what could be there or what could be improved if there's a boundary but I instantly go to like okay I am making like is it a Venn diagram? I don't even know what sure. is what. Maybe yeah. like a pie chart even. Like what takes up most of your time and what can you dedicate boundaries to? Who knows? But Fair. just I am a visual person, so I would get visual. And then I definitely encourage anyone listening, if um, if you're wanting to set boundaries, just do it with grace and be respectful. And right. just know that you're doing this for yourself, but it's also going to benefit whatever you're trying to achieve in that area of your life, whether it's with a friend, your spouse, family, your job, your bank account. Um, it's There's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Definitely. I think that's really good. Uh, getting the thought and the creative side going. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Uh, But we definitely would like to hear, like, what you guys are doing in terms of boundaries. Do you have Uh, any horror stories? I love horror stories. It sounds so bad, but I love horror stories. You're just, like, a true crime junkie. So, like, just, like, I mean, we all like learning from people's mistakes. Yeah, we like learning from people's mistakes because I think what it comes down to is we relate to, like, the struggle. Oh but my gosh, we want to yeah. see people win and overcome. Yes. So share it all. Share it. Uh, over on our Instagram <laughs> yes. or um, send us an email, mm-hmm. whatever you prefer. Uh, but I guess. Yes. We'll we will uh, see, see you next time. time. Thanks for joining us. If you're not already, please subscribe to the Intentional Podcast so you never miss an episode. You can connect with us over on Instagram at the underscore intentional podcast or by sending us an email to theintentionalpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, we encourage you to leave a review and join us right back here next week for our next intention.